astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know, I'm feeling particularly positive today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the Jupiter and Pisces. Oh, I know. I was talking about that all weekend. Really? I had a lot of gigs this weekend. I did a graduation in Singapore. Oh. So I like was on Zoom from 10 p.m. to midnight our time oh, here in Las gosh. Vegas. Oh, and it was like God. 1 to 3 there. That yeah. was a really cool event. Um, yeah. But lots of, and I did an event at Porsche as well. And so, again, just introducing all the clients that sat down to that before going into other astrology or tarot pieces. Oh, my gosh. I think, you know, there's just a buoyancy out there. Yep. Boy. I agree. I do, I do tie it to Jupiter's movement into Pisces, which just happened here in the on first the week of May. Yeah. 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 If you haven't listened to that episode, we did a whole episode on that. So you can go back um, and listen about how that will affect you. Yeah, think of where the positive is happening in your life. We went over that with each of the signs. But anyhow, I'm good yeah. this morning. Good. Well, today's topic might sound like a topic that you've recently heard about because we recently recorded um, a lunar eclipse right. episode. And now we are talking about the solar eclipse, which right. is a new beginning versus... Mm-hmm. More of like the endings that we focus on with lunar eclipses. Right. And many times people just talk about them together. They play off of each one of them because they do happen always a couple of weeks apart. Mm-hmm. That's standard. You have a lunar eclipse, you're going to have a solar eclipse in two weeks or vice versa. That happens all the time. But, you know, solar eclipses, um, m- most of us think they happen just twice a year. I was fascinated to realize that you, you can have up to five solar eclipses in a year never heard of that you i would have said that was absolutely couldn't be true but it happened in 1935 and it's going to happen again not anywhere near in the near future but it can happen but so well, we all need a break so got me to okay. ch- <laughs> got me to change my language here that i always thought oh two maybe three times a year but you can actually go more but anyhow okay there we are so they don't happen often basically right. so the one that we're talking about right now is going to happen on june 10th Yes. Uh, so by the time you're listening to this, if you're already feeling the energy, absolutely, because we do put an orb on uh, that June 10th date, meaning that 90 days prior, you're probably understanding or feeling what's coming up or what's changing, and it will be happening in the sign of Gemini. Right. But I, I would like to suggest that, you know, an eclipse, remember that word eclipse, mm-hmm. That, you know, you think you're going left, that your intention is I'm going to turn left at when I get to a certain street. And then somehow, oh, you're forced to turn right because road construction, something like that. You're, it's eclipsed. Your plan is eclipsed, right? There's something bigger maybe right behind an event that is now going to push you in a new direction. Yep. yep. So uh, you, not everyone may know. That's my point. Is that not? Is very common. It wouldn't be shocking at all for you to come to June tenth and go. I, I don't see what's happening. I don't understand yet what's happening in my life. I don't see. I understand. I don't see anything big happening today. 
Almost because, like a surprise party. A little bit, yeah, surprise, <laughs> a little bit of that. So again, some people do, but I, I think almost the majority really don't have a handle on what's happening until we get right there. And, you know, the big thing on a solar eclipse is 90 days later, it becomes very evident. So that would throw us already into September. Yeah. But anyhow, I'd like to think if you're watching for it, if you're looking for it, you see more possibilities. Absolutely. Um, and then just to clarify, a solar eclipse is a new moon. So meaning when this yes. happens, there will not be a moon present in the sky that we can see. Right. It's a new beginning. Just as we talk about regular new moons that happen every month, this is just an exaggerated one. It's a more important one. It kicks off something that's going to have legs. It's not just a one-time thing. Absolutely. It's maybe something that can build out your career, maybe the movement of a, a stabilization of a relationship. It could be learning about something that's going to open up a whole new chapter in your life. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. There should be new things on the horizon mm -hmm. uh, when we go through this. And that are always new, new things always imply old things, right? If I get a new toy, if, if our, if my granddaughter Lincoln gets a new toy, all of a sudden an old toy just kind of drops off her, her interest, right? Absolutely. So it's a, it, there, there are endings associated with the solar eclipse, but they're not emotional like they are with lunar eclipses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about how does this solar eclipse influence us, mm -hmm. like we've talked about the new beginnings, mm -hmm. we've talked about maybe random events, which we have no control over that they change. Um, yeah, and you can't go back. Yeah. Solar eclipses are known kind of a thing. They're like, okay, that's it. Okay, we're done. Then set you're, in stone. You're not going back. They push you forward. And maybe even rapidly push you forward. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, some people talk, there's a little time warp that all of a sudden they became something. You know what I mean? That all of a sudden, oh my God, this project landed in my desk. And, you know, I've never done anything like this, but I became it. I had to. Mm -hmm. So I, I know we always like to teach through examples and stories. So mm -hmm. maybe let's look back. Um, the last solar eclipse in Gemini was about 19 years ago so yes. we could look back to the summer months of 2002 yeah but you know what the crazy thing june 10th of 20, 2002 this happened and we're saying june 10th 2021 it's happening again this is like exact, exact okay. which i just blew my mind away that yeah. it's the exact date there so um, we want to talk about maybe how did you present another side of yourself so we're talking about, because it's happening in the sign of Gemini. Right. And you've probably heard us say this, right? But Gemini gets like the bad rap of being two-faced or having two distinct sides, right? They're represented by the twins. Mm -hmm. So when we see um, a solar eclipse, we might ask what, what twin, what new twin yes. are, is showing up. Yeah, your long-lost twin that you didn't know anything about <laughs> right. is showing up. And, and what is that dimension about yourself? So someone is known as a great let's say a dancer they're mm -hmm. known as a great dancer and under this energy they have an opportunity to sing and everyone goes oh my god we didn't know you could sing and I go well I, I've always loved with my dancing yes I can sing as well I mean that's a really overly simplistic no, but it but delivers the message celebrities do that all the time yeah and so it's like oh. what's activating I was watching Saturday Night Live and I can't think who the host was this week but mm -hmm. he was singing and I thought I had no idea oh, really? this guy could sing as well okay. you know he has a lot of humor about him but then he I thought he was a good singer. Okay. That was a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, so that's a great example. I know you have a personal story from uh, 2002. I do, yeah. It starts out kind of sad, but it, it, it's, it's okay, you know. Uh, 2002, I'm a Scorpio, mm -hmm. so if you're a fellow Scorpio out there, uh, it was happening in our solar eighth house. So yes, eighth house means major transformations. And the big story, of course, was my father was diagnosed with inoperable lung cancer, and you know we went through that process. He died the following December, so really it was right there in the springtime. Um, and so there was extra, you know, obviously I went more travel that year to go back and see him and things of that nature. But at the same time, that was going on, you know, knowing that my father, you know, has a terminal illness. Uh, my professional life was doing really well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in demand, and uh, it, was, it was pretty amazing. I was writing columns. People saw me as a writer. And the kicker was I did this part-time uh, thing for a company here in town that manages uh, – a destination management company okay. where they, you know, contract out to people go and speak to conventions and uh, spouses uh, events for conventions. Anyhow, so my job was to go to watch this person give a speak to about 50, 60 people. And I was there to give them the check when they finished giving the speech. And of course, I opened up the envelope to see what, how much money this person was getting paid. Um, and again, remember, this was 2002, and I, I was going to hand him a check for $250. Mm -hmm. And I immediately thought, wait a minute, you can make money, you know, doing convention programs. I could talk on astrology. I could talk in feng shui and make $250. Like, it would just seem so easy and fun. So guess what I did from that point? I, started, I put myself together and started pitching it that I can do this. And that same company that I had wor worked for just to do that job hired me at some point to do right. Right. And it opened up a whole area for me. So you showed another side. I showed a whole other side that all of a sudden I'm known for the most part to be quiet. I don't try to command the room when I walk in. And all of a sudden I was really enjoying and became, a, 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 you know, more of a professional speaker. Yeah. Anyhow, that was just, is a simple thing. Mm -hmm. The exposure. Yeah. Um, I'm an Aquarius, and so it was hitting um, all Aquarius's fifth house, solar fifth house. Mm -hmm. And so that's about kind of like a royalty showing up, being on stage. Yes. And, I mean, that kicked off, that 2002 into 2003 kicked off a huge um, window for me of being seen in a different light. Yes. So it started off. We have to talk about, we didn't even write this down, but my graduation speech for oh, yes. um, high school, for yeah. graduating, yeah, yeah. being student body, or sorry, senior class president, being right. seen, but then the kind of the other side of it was getting into UNLV. That's right. Um, and then immediately landing a job in the president's office of UNLV. Yeah. And so I don't all, know if anyone my... can appreciate this. <laughs> so she was living, you were going to live at home, go yeah. to UNLV local here, and, um, you got accepted, which is always a big deal, getting the acceptance letter. Okay, you're in, which we knew. But you got the Millennium Scholarship as well. So that was a great opportunity. You were treated, you, you were rewarded, mm -hmm. basically, for having good grades. Yeah. And, and handsomely, I might say, even yeah. though we got the benefit of it as parents. <laughs> right. We didn't have to do that, pay the money. So that was, those were two great things. And then the third was, you landed that job. Now, she's a college freshman, and mm -hmm. she's in... Carol Harder was who, the president's name, very well-respected president of UNLV. Yeah. And you were right there in her office. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and while my peers were showing up to college in like sweatpants and like their oh. UNLV gear, I was coming to school every day in like a black like suit, yes, like pantsuit, yes, <laughs> at the time or like dresses and heels. But tell her the best part, the fun, the funnest part of the job. Okay, I hated that part of the job, and, I, and we just <laughs> thought it was so cool that you were doing it. Go ahead, tell them what it that is. The president had like a, a golf cart. Yeah. And they would make me like drive it when I went to go do errands around campus. And on the license plate, it said like Prez. And I Prez. hated it so much because every time I'd drive around, I would be like, can I get a ride? Can I get a ride? Or like people would try to jump on. And I just thought it was like the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> and we were thinking, oh, how cool. Here are little Kate's at college driving the president's golf cart <laughs> around. Yeah. And escorting her sometimes, sometimes, right, when she needed to go across campus. Yep. She wasn't going to drive the car herself. No, no someone yep. would come and drive. So, anyhow. I'm, like, blushing just talking about it. You I are. hated that you part are. so much. We, we were there so proud. We told everyone that you were driving Carol Harder <laughs> around on campus. So, th- those are two stories. Yep. Uh, yes, they both happened in in the summer of 2002. Yep. That was what was going on. But be aware, it kicked something off. So June, and then it was September. For your story, went on into clearly strongly into 2003. Mine yeah. certainly went into 2003, 2004. I mean, I set myself up as a speaker then. Well, I, I guess yeah, that was the po- that. Thank you for saying that because it kicks off something, and then you can run with it. It's not like it just kicks it off and you do it once, and right? Then it, fa- it falls by the wayside. So it did kick off like. I mean, a strong two years of me being kind of seen in that light. Exactly. So that was just, uh, um, so those are stories. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about a few people in the news. Yes. Um, We can talk about Trump. (gasps) Yeah, we're apt to hear a lot about Trump again. Because, you know, Trump is, this is uh, conjuncting his sun, Mm -hmm. which opposes his moon. So it's setting off his sun-moon axes in the reputation area. Uh, So, again, I, to me, he'd become more visible. I agree. This would be the kickoff of something. So an announcement, you know, uh, and again, I mean, yeah, right. who, who knows, knows what it could be. Who but, knows, but he should, his name should be back up in the headlines. Yes, yes. Being seen. And, you know, it could be maybe even something like coming back onto Twitter, something of that oh, nature could be a launching back. But yeah. again, there is something about solar eclipses that show another dimension, another side And so in that respect, maybe it wouldn't be that because that's how he's been perceived. Now it has to be a new new platform, a new platform he's probably going to come out with. A new platform or some sort of news clips about what Trump is doing now. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. And this will have legs, just as our stories had legs, his story will have legs. Yeah. And just for that Trump example, anyone born uh, between like June 6th and June 14th, Oh, really strong. Really strong. Really strong for, um, influence for you there guys for as well. Yeah. I mean, just because you're not a Gemini, don't dismiss this. No. Like, oh, because we're not Geminis, nope. and we certainly. It does give you another dimension, uh, expands your hobbies, your interests, uh, and it's like a green go light saying you can do this. Yeah. Um, if we look at the chart of the U.S. Yeah, this is a tricky one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, that solar eclipse is hitting the Mars of our country. So it's uh, off by two degrees, but that's tight still. That's pretty tight. And that seventh house, the where, where it's located, represents foreign relations. Mm-hmm. So our relationship with the world yep. and open enemies. Right. 
well, we know we have a few open enemies out there. Absolutely. So, so uh, there's going to be a lot more focus on that. And I, if I could throw something in that's just in the news a lot this week about mm-hmm. UFOs, and now they're getting more serious, Congresses, about establishing a committee to look in and document things oh, more good. closely on UFOs. And they're now thinking, like, there's something out there that we need to know about that could be an enemy, or we don't know if it's oh, an enemy. okay. Right. Well, Saturn is still in Aquarius mm-hmm. and, you know, we've been talking about that since early of last year right. saying in this two and a half year window, we should have some sort of confirmation, oh, yes. global confirmation mm-hmm. of what is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we have to talk about Ellen DeGeneres real quick. Oh yeah. Um, we did a post, we did a podcast on her in yeah. August of 2020. Okay. Discussing what she was going through at that time. And at the end yeah, of the, the unkind workplace. Yes. yes. And kind of the last two minutes of the, that podcast we talked about, but come the beginning of 2021, she should be making some sort of pivotal announcement as Saturn approaches her son. Mm-hmm. And uh, just here, she has announced her retirement. So again, from the her, show, right? from her show. Yep. So Saturn is an Aquarius. Her son is an Aquarius. So that's where we had pulled that from. Mm-hmm. But now on top, on of top it. of that, I should say, yes, <laughs> this eclipse that is happening is opposing her Saturn. So Saturn, always look at Saturn having to relate to the work, the duty, how you serve, what you're about creating in your life. And that opposition to it, of course, she's probably going to, she's probably going to make an announcement she's about what gonna she's going to, what her next venture is going to be. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Well, seeing that she's probably not just going to retire and like go vacation for a couple of years. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not going to lay low here. Yeah. And the last one is Liz Cheney, which, again, I was particularly interested in this story, but she got demoted this past week. The Republican Party voted her. We got her replaced in her position. Um, and she is um, uh, she has a moon in Sagittarius, and this, uh, this is probably the lunar eclipse at work, more okay. so than the, the solar, solar, right? Yep. Uh, so that lunar and eclipse, ending. remember, happened May 26th here. And, uh, and so here she got eclipsed out. Eclipsed out of her job, but again, with the um, yeah. solo eclipse happening here, to hopefully, yeah, there's something. She's still a congressperson, yeah. but um, we'll see where she's going to go with that. It's just a, another, just a great example to show how powerful they can be, and just how. Yes. Uh, I hate yeah. to say accurate. I mean, obviously, everything that we talk about, we want it to be accurate, but just. Well, just the fast, how fast something can move. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how slow politics can go. Oh, you can sure. talk years on something before they vote on it or something. And here, that moved pretty quickly, her ouster. Absolutely. Or and even that, like that's... other aspects of astrology, like, you know, Pluto, it, it it's like a really long energy. And so right. you're like, okay, we have a two-year window. <laughs> right. Right? This eclipse, it's like, okay, 90 days, something's something. I think both of our stories summed it up, but I want to say it again. The events oftentimes happen very quickly. I just, there I was in this, uh, you know, uh, convention mm-hmm. banquet room, holding a check, looked at the amount of the check, and looked at, and listened, and it was a good speaker. I thought, oh my God, I can do this. Yep. It was just in, in an instant. Nobody came up and said, oh Mary, why don't you try to do this? I can do it. And same thing for you. All of a sudden, you're in President Harder's office. You know, you didn't see that coming. No, I'm trying to even like remember the events around it, but just like they said to get a job on campus because then that wouldn't go against your um, your financial money, like yes. the financial help that we were, the uh, millennials, it doesn't count yeah. as your income if you worked on campus. Oh. Because I was working yeah. for Bath and Body Works as yes, well. Yes, that's right. Yes. And then I got another job. 
That's right. Like on top of it, and the, working for the president was not yeah, on so there my was, radar. Yeah, it wasn't like she she didn't, you didn't apply for assistant to the president. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, you knew what you were going for. Well, when I was like looking through the all the things. <laughs> well, you were ballsy assistant <laughs> to the I'm president. Saying. Oh my! I didn't even realize that. I thought you just got assigned that. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I no, I had to interview. For I can that. do that. You saw yeah. go. I can do that. <laughs> well, it's something that I recognize. Like I, I saw like provost. You know, yeah. I didn't know what that was until I got into college. Yeah. Right. So I, yeah, I just like oh president. Okay, I know what that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that. This other signs that I out have. there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So let's just run through all the twelve signs just to give them maybe a few words as to where to maybe look for this change. Right, exactly. Even though it should be pretty pretty clear. Uh, with... It should be, but it takes Aries, for example. It's happening in their third house. This could be someone who doesn't have any plans to buy a new car. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, here's, they got, they're got driving a new car. They didn't plan on buying it. They went out one Saturday, and uh, all of a sudden they've got a new car. could be something very mundane like that. I know, or even furniture. Yeah. Things exactly. that you sit on around the house. <laughs> exactly. Know, but it could day. be licensing, certification, seeing something going, oh, I want to become that. I can. I, I could pass that test. Yeah. I, I could be a wedding officiant. I could be, you know, something where, you know, it's doable. Just yeah. fill out the paperwork and, okay, you're in. If, the, if you're an Aries listening and you have sibling issues or neighbor issues, <gasps> oh, yeah. this could uh, possibly mend them. Could maybe they'll move out over yeah. the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, something. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, when we look at Taurus hitting your solar second house, so Ooh, that could be good for money, shift in money, extra monies, anything that would help you gain security. Right. So, so it, might, it wouldn't be just like oh, like one weekend some extra money. No, it might be something where oh, they're going to continue, or I can go back and back and back and get more money from the source. Right. Or when, even when we just talk about money. Um, other things that help gain security. So it mm-hmm. could be, oh, they're, I'm, I have a new supplier. Yes. <laughs> like that I'm going to get a new rate for like mm-hmm. these products that I use. Right. Something you know, that... the other thing with Taurus is if they were interested and in, they were having a hard time finding a house, mm-hmm. you know, Taurus sometimes can, uh, and that second house can also be very much related to that stability that owning could give. So yeah, think circumstances could change. Uh, for Gemini happening in your solar first house. So you might be just thinking what's being handed to you. Right. And that's the idea. Something plopped on your desk, (laughs) something that, you know, someone comes and says, you know, just presents this. Are you interested? Could you do this? And, you know, probably a little flattered, flattered by the idea, maybe a little overwhelmed by what it might take to get it done, but go for it. Could even be a raise. Oh, yeah. Something. Yeah, something being handed to you pretty easily. Yeah. Next, let's talk about cancers moving into your solar 12th house. Yeah, this one's a tricky one, but what are you getting out of? It's, it sounds like a negative. Mm-hmm. It's like an obligation that you've had for X amount of years. Now, oh, I don't have to do it anymore. I'm free. I got my Saturdays back. I got my Sunday back. That's I got, true. you know, something time back. Twelfth house is also like many miracles as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I like how you described it about like kind of what are you escaping, what are you getting out of? But it could be like, I never saw that coming, or oh, oh my, or I'm so thankful for that. Like I never thought that was going to, to yes. end. Yes, yes, oh, absolutely. I mean, that that is a vague one, all somewhat because it is miracles. 
yeah. it's little mini miracles that you just didn't think that the timeline didn't look right for anything to change. And then all of a sudden it's changed. It's possible what, what happens during this eclipse season isn't visible to other people. It might be something that's felt on a more personal level. Oh yeah, that's true. Doesn't just because yes. of the 12th house, it can be mm-hmm. secretive. It can be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Leo's it's hitting your solar 11th house. Yeah. So this could be a great one for new opportunities to enter into circles, elite groups. Yeah. To fall into a group, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I can think of in my story. Actually, I was invited to a group just to speak. And then once I spoke with them, they go, be a member of our group. We want you type yeah. of thing, you oh, know? Yeah. And so there was a case I didn't go with the intention of finding a whole new group of people. And I did. And they turned out to be fantastic, instrumental to my work, to my social life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo's would also be great if you were trying to upgrade your technology, if you were getting some new system that you're implementing into your current work. New websites, all that stuff would be very good. Yep. Virgo, it's hitting your solar 10th house. So I would say be on the lookout for some leadership opportunities, for some opportunities to show up in a new fashion. Um, like if you're self-employed and you haven't, um, you know, learned how to post on Instagram yet or something, again, like you should be seen um, in a new way, in a new way. Oh, light. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Or maybe being asked, you know, sometimes we have our, we know our strength, but now, oh, ask me to do some promotional work. Oh, I, ooh, I'm not, that's not my strong suit, you know what I mean? So right. I'm having now, oh, I'm a good manager, but now I'm, oh, now I'm learning how to be promotional as well. True. So it's just, it's a dimensional. I want you, everyone to think of themselves as a crystal or a diamond ring is a good way to do it, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, uh, and then the facets. You know, when the light shines differently as the hits the different facets oh, yeah. of the diamond ring. So we're going to shine in a new way. Yep. For Libras, it's hitting a solar ninth house. So oh, lucky, nice. lucky. <laughs> there should be some luck there. Something that, something that says prestige, chosen, invited, picked. Qualified. Those type of qualified. Something where it's not just a... Um, yeah, you know, stand in the queue and go through the process. Yeah. There's some extra flush things. Stepping up, looking quite profitable or uh, affluent. Um, ninth house would also be like crossing boundaries or borders in regards to like, and I'm just thinking of my brother because he's a Libra mm-hmm. about like right now. Well, not my not son. Second. Yeah, your son. <laughs> um, but this weekend he was in a different state performing Mm, mm -hmm. so the idea of like being seen or having your work be heard that you're crossing over into new groups that are hearing yes yes that's that's learning about you good examples uh scorpio hitting solar eighth house so you gave a great story already about it's a before and after opening up you know i hope it's positive for all of our listeners but you know yes there could be some stories there uh where you're watching someone go through a significant transition but remember there's more to the story that's not that's one big element but there's something going on with you as well you are going through the before and after at the same time yeah for Sagittarius it's hitting uh the solar seventh house so should be some sort of awakening of maybe a partner a spouse um joining up with a new group a new company, yeah, making an alliance with someone, right? Yeah, that's like one of the the, the partner thing. It's not just sexual, but it's like, who are you going into contract with? Yeah. Oh, I'm signing a contract that I'm going to work for this company. I'm signing a contract that I'm going to rent this place for the next 
mm-hmm. 12 months. These are all relationships. So Right. And on a very passive level, um, which we always like to talk about the proactive side of sure. meetings, but the passive side of that would be an individual saying, oh, their partner has woken up. Their partner is doing something different, right? That the, and that would be beneficial to them. Yeah. Whether it's from a money side of view or from you know some sort of change in the lifestyle. Absolutely. For but Cap- very good for love. Very good for love. Nice. For Capricorns, it's sitting in the solar sixth house. So poor Capricorn. Do they ever get a break? <laughs> We're going to talk work again for I Capricorns. Know. I know. New work opportunities or new, new ways to serve. serve. How am I going to serve? What am I going to do for you? What do you need? What would you like me to do? Yeah. What's, your, what's your end result you're looking for? There's a dutifulness. And, mm-hmm. and Capricorns are so good here. But there should be something here about an opportunity to show another side. Right. A different type of service. Yeah. This would also be good for any sort of paperwork that you need to file. Oh, my gosh. Um, or if Even tackling paperwork. Tackling paperwork. Or if they were looking to start a new health journey. Oh, very good. Yeah. So, That's oh, true. I'm going to go vegan. Oh, I'm going to change um, yeah. change an the upgrade. Way. Yeah. 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 Um, Aquarius, we it's hitting solar fifth house. So you heard my story about this, but maybe doing something, having the ability to do something with style. You and the golf court, the Prez <laughs> golf cart. <laughs> um, event planning, vitality. Again, I would say you need a stage. Mm-hmm. You need a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pisces. You'll grab the stage. You'll take the you'll stage. You'll take the stage. That's true. And then last is Pisces uh, hitting the solar fourth home, fourth house. So the focus should be on home. So possibly some new beginnings around home. Oh, maybe a pregnancy, maybe a new baby in the family. Right. Uh, maybe a new home. But there should be some emotional milestones happening yeah. I, I, within the family. I think I've beat. Okay, that um, concludes, is that December 3rd date, the next uh, solar eclipse that we have? Yes, yes. And one closing thought. December 3rd is coming up, uh, 2021. That's going to be a total. Did you just say it's coming up? Isn't that wild to think? What? Oh, yeah. yeah, That is wild, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, December 3rd, it's coming Uh, up. It's coming up soon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. But this this was an annular. I thought we were going to, I mentioned, this is not a total eclipse so um meaning you're going to see you know you'll see the sun won't it's not going to be totally blocked out but uh, uh the one in december coming will be so it'll be even stronger yet total solar an annular which this one is isn't quite as strong as a total okay there's a miscellaneous thought at the sure. end but it doesn't just dis- discredit it, anything no, that i said didn't discredit yep. okay um so again this is june 10th in gemini so uh, we hope that what we've said already maybe you're starting to think about how you're seeing these things change and thank you so much for listening we look forward to talking to you guys next week take care thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch follow us on social media at the underscore kate wind and to see a list of our services and our store you can visit our websites at the katewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.